I've been an airline pilot for 18 years and now I'm facing an ultimatum. Not a choice, but an ultimatum. I'm being told in order to continue my career as an airline pilot, I must be vaccinated. Which really means I have to choose between putting food on the table for my family and my freedom of choice. Whether you believe in vaccination is the right thing to do or not, the situation goes far beyond health. We the American people have fought for freedom for 257 years. We go around the world spreading ideas of freedom and democracy. We help other countries and people fight for their freedoms while ours are being stripped away. You may think being forced to wear a mask or get a vaccination is insignificant, but when you begin to compile mandate after mandate and loss of freedom after freedom, it becomes very significant. As each thing is taken away, we face what is known as the shifting baseline syndrome. This syndrome changes our idea of a new and acceptable normal. Soon, we will not remember what it was like to have the freedoms we once did. Our children and our grandchildren will experience less freedom and they won't have the privilege or the pleasure to enjoy the same choices our parents had or that we have. If we give into these mandates and we do not stand up for our freedom of choice, we dishonor every armed service person over the last 257 years. A disservice to the people who have fought and bled for the very freedoms we enjoy. Whether you believe in vaccination or not, I'm standing up for your freedom of choice. You may support the vaccine mandates because they fall in line with your current beliefs. But if we let this happen now, there will be a day when what you're told to do will not fall in line with your beliefs. If we do not stand together and fight back in one voice, soon we could be told where to live, what job we will do, what religion to believe, and how many children we can have. Do you really want someone telling your children or your grandchildren what, when, and how they will live every minute of their lives? It's time we take a stance. It's time we fight for our freedom of choice while we still can. Join us. The presidential motorcade has just passed through heavy crowds in downtown Dallas. Destroying the media lies and dismantling the narratives. One story at a time. It's the Adrian Slate Show. Well, 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 it looks like the vaccine mandates are starting to cause big issues because, you know, when the government can't force its will upon you or it can't coerce you, like expunging your records, giving you free food and lap dances for free and whatever they want to throw at you to get you to take the jab, um, once they get the employers to force you into vaccinations, um, there could be some unintended consequences. I'm Adrian Slade. Thanks for tuning in. Alex Berenson, you know, he's been the guy who's been all over the COVID madness. You know, the numbers on COVID, the vaccine, vaccines, the vaccination uh, uh, side effects, all that stuff. Well, he, amongst others, are reporting that Southwest Airlines had mass re resignations the other night. In fact, from... Uh, Tom Thomas Sauer, he tweeted out, is there a media blackout on last night's air traffic controller walkout in Jacksonville, Florida? Hundreds of flights canceled. Walkout due to the vaccination mandate. And he had a trusted source. He's got a little text exchange that said, Jacksonville Center, air traffic controllers walked out last night over the vaccine mandate. Shut down the whole thing. 
Total disaster for us and other airlines. Total news blackout. Be sure you spread the word. And he responded, wow, Jacksonville? He said, yep, 650 flights canceled so far. Our operation is still unraveling. The pilots haven't started to, f- to fight yet, but that's coming. And Alex Berenson wrote, pilots at Southwest appear to be sicking out. So they're doing a sick out in rebellion against the vaccine mandates that has crippled the airline industry since Friday. Why Southwest and why not United? Maybe because LUV is based in Dallas and has a 50-year history of standing up to government overreach. On Friday, the pilots' union asked for a temporary halt to the mandate. The flight cancellations began almost immediately and are continuing today. He said, but don't worry. Everything is fine. Uncle Joe and the media promise, as long as you don't have anywhere to go or buy anything, including heating oil, and soon enough, more of that is coming. Unbelievable. So a giant walkout done by Southwest Airlines. This from Leland Vittert. I think he was with Fox News. He's now with, uh, I can't remember the national news network thing. That uh, It's a new 24-hour news service that you can find on most, most cable outlets. Airline source, mass sick out. FAA News Center in Jacksonville caused ripple effect and a thousand plus flight cancellations, mostly affecting Southwest Air, reporting sick out protesting. Well, Southwest Air tried to cover up the sick out. They tweeted out air traffic control issues and disruptive weather have resulted in a high volume of cancellations throughout the weekend while we work to recover our operation. We appreciate your patience as we accommodate affected customers and customer service wait times are longer than usual. Of course, the media malpractice that always sets in play, NBC News being the biggest culprit, decided to try to pepper it up a little bit. They said Southwest Airlines cancels a thousand more flights as disruptions mount. The Dallas-based airline blamed the disruptions on air traffic control issues in Florida and bad weather, but other airlines in the region reported far fewer cancellations, of course. Southwest Airlines canceled more than 1,000 flights, 27% of its schedule on Sunday, as disruptions that the airline blamed on air traffic control issues and bad weather affected travel plans of thousands of customers. So, (laughs) that's not good for the vaccine mandates, is it? (laughs) 1,000-plus cancellations. That's pretty significant. But I wasn't really sure that the weather was all that bad down there. But they're going to totally try to blame it on the weather. I mean, that's what they like to do. But Denise Sawyer of CBS 12, she has a different take. All flights into Florida have been canceled per pilot. The announcement was just made while on the tarmac. Pilot told a full 737 Southwest Air flight that we now have to deplane. He said that Jacksonville air traffic control is understaffed. Looks like I'm in Arizona tonight. So, yeah, that's not a weather related issue right there. But this is what they do. I mean, they, they want to stomp on freedoms and they're going to do so however they want. They're going to either do it through coercion or they're going to do it through force because that's what government does. And government can't do it. In fact, there is no mandate. It's not even in play. It's just a, a memo that was written. It's not even an executive order. But, you know, they were able to get corporations on board 
And now certain localities are looking to go a whole step further. In Baton Rouge, officials are now expunging felonies and misdemeanors if you get the vaccination. This is actually from a flyer they have. Want your record expunged, free food, and a chance to win a Visa gift card? All you have to do is register at Calendy.com slash E-B-R-D-A. And that link works. I tried it. (laughs) And get the vaccination on Saturday, October 9th from 12 to 3 at Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Community Center, 4000 Gus Young Avenue, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Already vaccinated but still want your record considered for expungement? Then register via the link. (laughs) You can get all your bad deeds removed. Your record may be eligible for expungement if, for misdemeanors, five years have passed since completing your sentence. For felonies, ten years have passed since completing your sentence. Even if some items are not eligible for expungement, you can still get other items expunged. Cases that did not result in conviction are eligible for expungement immediately if you get the jab. Why do you need all of these little trinkets and uh, giveaways and to, to encourage this vaccination? I mean, they gave two young kids accidentally the COVID vaccine instead of the flu shot, and they've got heart issues right now. They had one lady who was going to be a teen mom for her kid's classroom. So she went out, got the vaccination, and now she's sadly passed away. Healthy woman, great shape, young. I think she was like in her 30s. Now, just no mom. And all because we have these mandates. All because we're forcing these things upon people. And we really need to think about the ramifications upon what these things are doing to people because the side effects are pretty devastating. Back in a moment. This is Adrian Slade. So the COVID fascism is only going to end when we make it end. That's actually the idea behind the Second Amendment. Not that I'm saying you need to pick up arms, but the whole idea is based on what was written in Federalist 46, I believe, where Madison basically makes the case that there's going to be more of us with weapons than you. Why is it that Afghanistan took down the Soviet Union in their fight, and then we just bailed two superpowers, losing to some... I don't even want to say what I was going to say, but they, they're dropping IEDs everywhere. They're pulling, uh, you know, different terrorist attacks. Why is it that they were able to overwhelm most of these systems, most of these armies? Um, well, for ours, it was because we tied our hands behind our back over rules of engagement. But with the Soviet Union, there were more people willing to fight than what the Soviet Union was putting into action even with planes and tanks and what have you, you know, Eric Swalwell saying, well, you know, we've got nukes. So you think your little, your little AR-15 is going to go up against a nuke, you know, Biden saying, well, you know, we, we've got a military. Um, there's more of us than there are of you and you get them all united and that could change things. So let's take a look at the country of Lithuania as far as COVID fascism. This comes from Globoka Lietvov. 
uh, they posted this account of what they're dealing with in Lithuania. She says, my country of Lithuania has imposed very severe measures against people who did not have the COVID pass. How severe? You're banned from large supermarkets, banned from non-essential stores, banned from restaurants, and a lot more. Here's what happened. Lithuania is a small EU country of 2.8 million people. It introduced the COVID pass in May. It's called the Opportunity Pass. The Opportunity Pass allows you to, the opportunity to participate in society. Without the Opportunity Pass, you don't have the opportunity. Your rights are restricted. The government app shows the fun you'll have be participating in with all the opportunities in society if you have the Opportunity Pass. There is no illustration of life of people without the pass. In August, Lithuania passed a law to restrict the rights of people who don't have the COVID pass. Other countries are moving in that direction. In Lithuania, it's already in force. All restrictions are already fully effective and enforcement is strict. Without a pass, you may not enter a shopping center or a large supermarket. At the entrances, people in queue lines are, have to be verified. Guards scan the pass of each person. If you have a valid pass... The light flashes green and beeps. You may enter. No pass, no entrance. Without a pass, you may only shop in small stores, which mainly sell food, pharmaceuticals, glasses, contact lenses, veterinary goods, and farming supplies. You may not enter stores, which mainly sell other products. Without a pass, you may not enter a restaurant, a cafe, or a bar. Without a pass, you may not enter banks, insurance companies, except for essential purposes, pensions, social benefits, where the service lasts no longer than 15 minutes. Without a pass, you may not visit patients in medical facilities or senior care residential homes. The only exception is for terminally ill patients and children under 14 years of age if the doctor gives advanced permission. Without a pass, you may not enter indoor public events or spaces such as conferences, fitness centers, or beauty services like hair and nails. The pass is in the form of a QR code. Most people get it on their phones through e-banking and e-signature. Those without phones can get a paper printout. Officials launched the re-vaccination program in September. Seniors began receiving third-dose boosters last week. The whole population will follow afterwards. The vice minister of health stated, we are likely to start the fourth and fifth booster shots in several months. How many boosters is it going to take? My country was occupied by the USSR from 1944 to 1990. We fought for and won independence. Hundreds of thousands of people took real risk opposing Soviet tyranny. On day one, 30% of the entire population joined hands to form a 675 kilometer chain in the support of freedom. Our population now is apathetic about losing freedoms. Previous generations fought for these freedoms, but eh, we don't really care. We battled Soviet propaganda and show me your documents authoritarianism only to acquiesce to the media-led propaganda and technocratic health authoritarianism of, quote, show me your COVID pass. Principled COVID pass opposition is caricatured as conspiracy theorist, anti-vaxxer. Honest debate is dismissed. Mainstream leaders, politicians, officials, media, educated elite openly wish death upon opponents of the past, quote, so we can finally end this pandemic. Under Soviet occupation, political dissident was suppressed. News was censored. 
Now we've returned to a regime of censorship, this time enforced by a mob rule rather than government. Principled opponents don't speak freely. Fear of the mob makes them censor themselves. By my count, 14 other of the 27 EU countries now have domestic COVID pass restrictions. But Lithuania is far much further down the, uh, along the most. Other countries are planning restrictions such as broad bans on supermarkets and all non-essential shopping. Here, it's already reality. The current reality in Lithuania foreshadows the future that faces other countries if they continue down the path of COVID restrictions. Europe, the U.S., U.K., Australia, Canada. To me, this should be global news. The headline should be, Lithuania bans citizens from society, other EU countries to follow soon. But there's virtually no reporting in English about the massive change in society or about the hatred and dehumanization which has resulted. My wife and I have two kids. She's pregnant with our third. We're very ordinary, not important, not connected. Together we earn 3,000 euro a month, not rich, not poor. My favorite activity is foraging wild mushrooms in the forest with my family. I've never cared about politics before COVID, never been to a protest in my life, never been involved in activism. In short, I'm not political. I am moral. And the COVID pass regime is a deeply moral, morally wrong idea. My wife and I refuse to be caricatured as crazy anti-vaxxers. We're not illiterate, enumerate, or anti-science. We do not believe in conspiracy theories. Vaccines have saved millions of lives, smallpox, polo, measles, and the COVID vaccination can be beneficial to many. It's a personally a medical decision for each individual in consultation with their doctor. What we strongly oppose is the coercion of the COVID pass regime. There are legitimate reasons for restricting the rights of citizens when society itself could be destroyed. The COVID is a deadly disease, but it is not an existential threat which justifies ripping apart our society. The COVID pass regime is vindictive, intended to punish. In just a few months, the new rules have turned my country into a two-tier society of discrimination and hate. Restriction by restriction, it is shedding the bonds that hold us together in one society. My wife and I have lost our rights as citizens. We are not allowed to shop, eat out, get our hair cut, go to the bank, gym, library. We're both suspended from our jobs. This is deeply wrong. Our leaders encourage hatred of us. Our countrymen openly wish for our death, and it's all amplified by the media and cheered on by the likes and retweets. This is deeply wrong. Discrimination is what this is all about. Blame for disease, accusation of wartime betrayal, incitement, hatred, persecution. This is not a history textbook. This is the reality of life for my family in 2021. Our humanity is being erased. This is wrong, so deeply wrong. There is a lot of us who fear, what, and what this fear leads is to anger. But what we shouldn't do is let that fear control us. We shouldn't let that fear make us forget we are individuals. A mob may say that the people without a COVID pass should be banished from society. A mob may wish for the hate uh, may wish for hate and death, but as individuals, people would never accept this dehumanization of their uh, friends, family, and neighbors. In Lithuania, the COVID pass is already a reality, but other countries around the world are quickly moving down the same path. Lithuania's COVID pass regime is a harbinger of what will happen everywhere if enough people do not unite in principled opposition. With this message, I hope to reach people not as a mob, but as individuals. I hope to show people as individuals the reality of life in a COVID pass regime, because I hope and truly believe that as individuals, we will recognize the inhumanity and unite to stop it. 
I'm in no way a social media savvy person. I only joined Twitter solely to share this info on the COVID pass regime. I do not want recognition, money, or credit. My only goal is to reach people with this message. I'm just an ordinary person trapped in a craft, uh, <laughs> Kafka-esque world of mind-numbing absurdity. So I'd be grateful for your help to share this message so that further and together we can unite around this madness. And then I can forget about the COVID past regimes and get back to my wild mushroom hobby. <laughs> it's crazy what's going on. And they're right. That's why that podcast I did a few podcasts back, re-racking the idea of governance, why it is the consent of we, the people. They don't get to go around and tell you, well, you can't come out of your home. They don't get to tell you, uh, you know, you're not allowed to go to restaurants or, or see family members that may be terminally ill. I mean, this is insane. But it's going to continue because this is the new Great Reset. And on the next podcast, we're going to get into some Great Reset items. How they want you eating bugs. How they want to destroy the suburbs and reshape what suburbia looks like. Amongst other things. And the ruse of climate change keeps getting brought in more and more. But we need to resist the COVID tyranny because it's, rapid, it's ranking up quite a bit down there in uh, Australia. Lithuania, obviously. There's pushback in the UK. They just had a big march over the weekend. We may need to start thinking about marches. We need to start focusing on local elections, which are coming up in November. And we need to start looking at taking the power back. I'm Adrian Slade. Thanks for tuning in. Check out the podcast, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Spreaker. Tune in, iHeart. You can get the free Roku channel in your streaming store. You can also donate to the show, anchor.fm slash Adrian Slade slash support. Or call to be on the show, 1-929-GO-GO-USA. God bless.